Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxon and Bob Anderson. Today, episode 100, what a milestone. We are going to be covering a bit of a, the best of by going through the podcast and picking out the bits that had great tips or hoping to like enlighten you in case you've missed a couple on where you might want to go back to. So let's jump on in to episode 100. episode 100 welcome everybody uh this is exciting for us welcome bob welcome thank you 100 you've done it we've done it we've done it we've, well it, it did start off with you the podcast it started it did it started back off. in the day how long ago was that it was june 21 june 21 just about oh two years 100 episodes that's a pretty good effort i think i had short hair when we started this it's back to long hair <laughs> like incredibly i had hair as short as you now i have long oh, hair that's well. how many episodes we've done yeah yeah, so wow. So it did start off, we decided to do a podcast and we thought we'd make it around property mindset. Mm. But then we realised and we started getting a few questions about property development as well, like talking more about the, the technical on property development. And I started bringing you in as a guest. Yep. And, and then we decided. And now well, we still have some more stuff. We still have some mindset stuff <laughs> because I know whenever you do that, it really ranks well. Yes, they are episodes that are popular, but... It's been it, it's been great having the two of us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. And uh, what have you done? You've got like a, a best of, like what happens at Christmas when they yes. people bring out a Christmas album or the best of something. This is our Christmas album, Bob. The, our, the Christmas <laughs> album in June. Well, it could be Christmas in June. Yeah, mid-year. For those who can hear Bob's voice sounding a little bit um, croaky, we did, yeah. he just did a three-day workshop, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so... Yeah, we did, and I usually end up pretty hoarse at the end of that. You know, three days of non-stop talking, and, and it doesn't even end at the end of the gig, does it? Because, you know, sometimes we, we go on after it where we just talk to everybody. Yeah, so it's been, uh, you, you sound like you've, you've uh, I don't know, been, been gargling gravel. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there. You'll It'll get, be right. Give me a couple of days. Yes, okay, so... We started with all you need to know about the podcast where we, we talked about what was going where I talked about what was going to be in it. And you came in on episode two, Bob. As a guest. I think I was a guest for a little while. I did That one you were, yeah. Like and that was one a month or something. And that was why property development. Mm, why? You, yeah, well, of course. That's <laughs> I'm always talking about why property development. But what do you always say? And you always say it and it cracks me up because if anyone else is saying this, you heard it, he's oh, been saying this for years. Probably everyone uses it, but uh, you know, it's the pinnacle of all property strategies. It's where the most money's made. It's where you need to be. Property mm. development. <laughs> it, it is where the most money is made. When oh, you compare so. it with investing, you know, it's not the slow burn, it's, it's all good. faster. But I mean, developers can invest too. It's just that we get a, like a $600,000 property for five hundred, and we keep it and we invest that way. We don't invest retail. So uh, we do that. It's like you're always it's buying where you on want sale. To be. It is where you want to be. You don't see Mervac out there um, just buying residential properties and sitting on them for, for ages. They get out there and get active. They don't do renos either. They do property developments and mm. they hold some of them move act lend lease australia and all the big developers that's what we do only we're little micro developers instead but we follow the same principles yeah perfect so that's why property development what about the next one bob episode five was the advantages of property development over investing and i suppose you've just covered Almost it there. Said it. yeah getting it at a lot of people say wholesale but it's not wholesale it's raw cost that's mm. what we that's why that gives us a huge advantage on people in the normal retail market. 
who, who have to pay retail price. Yep, and that's why. Yeah. Do talk to a lot of people that that join join us, join our community, at that have been investing for a while yeah. and I think it's a little bit easier to get started because you, it's easier to get started oh you're a bit more comfortable with property you know you've you've bought stuff you've financed things you know so mm. it's just a logical step but it doesn't have to be that step I, I went straight into property development before I ever owned an investment property mm. uh, you can do that but um, yeah, nothing I, wrong with property investment just buy just get stuff at cost not uh, retail that's that's my word yeah, that's everything's always better at cost than retail. <laughs> Every, Everything. I love buying. I love bargains. See, that's why I love a bargain, even if it's property develop, even if it's a property investment. I got to get a bargain. Uh, what about episode seven? Was goal setting for property development? Oh, yours. Yeah, yeah, tell me about that. Goal setting. Oh, critical. Critical. Well, well, how do you know where you're going if you don't have goals and set a plan? Uh, it's just so my buzz setting goals, and it's so underrated. It's been watered down, and I believe due to the internet, people don't really understand the value and mm. what it does to your brain and everything. In fact, yep, we're about to la- relaunch the property. Uh, accelerator membership and I've just been uh, we're on the re-record for that so it's looking pretty yeah, yeah, good yeah you're doing a whole whole new uh, course on on what, what's that on that's performance and mindset pro- for property development I love performance yeah love it performing yeah you're doing that I'm doing my thing so that's uh, that's going to be launched pretty soon yeah we've got an exact date but it won't be far off the property accelerator no, so you may, have, program. you may have been in the, in the past and, uh, yeah, we're about to do a relaunch, so it's... Bigger and better than ever. Bigger and better. We're pretty excited. I'm really excited. But, yeah, that was goal setting. Then episode eight, how to get into property development when you have a, bo- a job, Bob. When you've got a job, Bob. Yeah, when you've got a job, Bob. <laughs> how, to, how to get well, into that, property development. Look, if you've got a day job, keep it. That's what I say. Mm. Keep it and start your first development and, and maybe even finish your first one. What you need to do is time your exit. And look, mm. it's handy to have a job when you do your first development because you've got surface ability. So it doesn't mean you can't. Look, if you've already given up your day job or you don't have one, there are ways of getting into property development. You've got mm. to be creative, but there are ways. But if you've got a day job, I say keep it, get your, get your project finance. And if you want to extract yourself on your first project, do it as, you, as you're realising your profit. Mm. Or maybe just do that and think about it on your second second project. And we've had plenty of people come through the program and give up their day job, yeah. especially if they've gone through our mentoring program. Mm. But Heaps I, of people. Yeah, absolutely. And often, absolutely, that's terrible. We try to cut <laughs> that word from our vocab. But often they they just they go to a, through a transition where they go to part time as well, yeah, and then they they don't always jump straight yeah. over. Sometimes they reduce it back, and sometimes they go straight from. That's um, great. That's great if you can do that. Yeah. If you can pull back, you know, go from five days full time to three days part time, mm. and slowly extract yourself. Well, we just had a new mentoring student. He's just gone from four five days to four days. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that made him decide to sign up. That's what he chose to do. So that's epic. Mm. Okay. Then we went to an interview with Mary Brownell. Oh, Mary. Mary, Mary from Tasmania. Mary. <laughs> she, the great thing about Mary's story is... Wow, she's courageous, that woman. She is courageous. And she has the only... She developed an amazing property and she has mm. the only Lexus outlet and she's kept it as a she kept it and Lexus rented off her so that's I th- right I, I got a feeling it's the only Lexus 
I don't know what you call it. It's a big showroom. Show room, it's yeah. got a showroom with everything. They have a cafe in it. and a simulator oh, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, boardroom. Yep. They've got everything there. It's the only one that they don't own that they've actually leased off somebody. Is it? I think. And Mary, Mary owns it. She does, and she developed that. That was a very, uh, very so, old building in Hobart on a corner. Yeah. Bob and I, we mixed use development. Yeah, so commercial underneath. Yeah, commercial and, and retail underneath, and, and some apartments. apartments up the next couple of levels. Very beautiful. We went mm. and stayed there. We did stay there and catch up with Mary. And you did a. Um, I think you coincided that with a woman in confer- tourism talk. Women in tourism. Yeah, yeah the uh, Tasmanian tourism connection there and you did that i do i do a bit of public speaking. i didn't get to attend that no you get to hang out you I, I, get to hang out though <laughs> well i'm not a woman in tourism i'm a man in property development so i'm not I a woman in invite. tourism either though it was yeah, about but, but you were talking talking about the business of and the mindset and yeah, yeah 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 helping people with their tourism projects and that sort of thing so yeah that, I remember. that was that a great was, trip to tassie anyway i love tassie and it was a great interview with mary was a great interview. So then episode 10, what makes a good property development site? Bit of a favourite, that one. Well, yeah. It, That's something that people <laughs> like to know about. It's got to be one that stacks up first. Mm, yes. Yeah. Uh, look, property development's about numbers. I mean, a good one A good one is where the numbers are good and, and why the numbers are good because the due diligence has come out well. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, look, property development – you're going to get you're going to get snags along the way. Mm. I mean, we don't look at it through rose-coloured glasses. If it was really easy, everyone would be doing it. You can make a lot of money. You've got to do it well. And uh, so, what makes a good one? You're going to have a few speed bumps, like I say, the odd detour. But I mean, the perfect one would be one that 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 stacks up better better than the average margin and doesn't have details or speed bumps. But mm. there's not there's not many where you don't have things to deal with, and that's that's just all part of property development. Mm, having the right team around you. Good team around having, you. Having team. someone who knows the answers. Sounds Always like you. Helps. Well, yes. Could be me or, or could be, you know, an architect and engineer who's ever needed at the time, really. Just just a good team, yeah. Then we had uh, the highest and best use of your property. Oh, that, that snags a few people, yeah. Mm, because people always think jam as many on as they mm. can, and that's not always the More answer. More is better. Some no. town planners think that way. Some architects think that way. Mm. And it isn't always the case, as, as we know. Well, just on the workshop we just finished, remember I put up some of those examples at the workshop where they'd put, say, five townhouses on a site that really should have had four mm. and absolutely killed it, murdered it. Uh, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't make it work. So that's our yeah, highest and best use. Then yep. the importance of having a structure in place when you're doing a property development. Whoa. Nothing more said. That is just vital. You need Critical. to have... Critical. Yeah, you need to have a structure in place. Yeah, and... I mean, the two main reasons are minimising tax mm. and, and asset protection. But, yeah, I've seen people just go and do developments in their own name. They put everything at risk that's in their name and they end up paying a big whack of tax, personal income tax, when they, they could be down in the 20s somewhere if they'd structured it better. Mm. What about episode 15, the benefit of having a supportive partner when it comes to property oh. development? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to have one. Well, yeah. It, no, you know... We can't control that. Not everyone's mm. supportive, but it does make it easier. And if you don't have a supportive partner, the things yeah. you need to do so you don't feel supportive, like you're on your Supportive is great, even if they're neutral. Yes. That's still okay. Yes. You're right. It's hard if you've got someone pulling against you. Yes. And so you, if you do, well, you've got to get them on side. And look, we've, we've done that with people. We've, we've met people who are really gung-ho wanting to do property developments. Their partner's a bit negative or whatever. 
And, you know, after a little bit of time, a few discussions, you know, examining their issues and why they're fearful, perhaps, and how you can mitigate risk a lot, you know, sometimes they, they come around at least to being neutral, which is, which is OK. Better than being anti. Well, no, anti doesn't work. No. Oh. And then what about episode 19, how to use creative strategies, everyone's favourite topic, using wow. other people's money? Everyone's favourite topic. I started teaching some creative strategies in 1989. Yeah, that's a while ago. It's it is a while ago. Before anybody thought about it. Um, but no, there are, well, creative strategies are really just ways to structure deals where you can do developments with little money of your own or even none of your own mm. and uh, get a good, well, a, a good chunk of the profits, I guess. Um, and, and yeah, sure, it's important to know that. And Yes, very important and useful for those who think that they can't. My first two projects were done with no money. I'd never, I never put five cents down on the first two projects I did. Uh, so that, and we that, have people in our community of the same book right well, now. It, it can kick you off if you're short of money. It can. Uh, it's a bit of extra work on your part. Mm. I mean, if you've got the money, you just got to find a good deal. If you haven't got the money, then you have to find a good deal, of course, but then you have to work on, on putting investors into the deal, or, or an investor at least. Uh, but that's, that's, the, that's what you have to do to get going, you know. What about episode 23, the dangers of property developing in cheaper areas? Oh, doesn't work. Yes. No. Some people have the attitude that if they develop in a, in a cheap area, then it's going to be good because everybody can afford to buy their product. That's not how it works. They forget that That's the true pro- that everybody can. But. They forget that the build price is probably going to be the same as developing uh, anywhere else. Yeah, the build price is the same. The consultant's fees are the same. What you pay for... Money is the same, the GST is the same, you know, marketing. Yeah, and the problem is that you, you generally can't get land cheap enough to develop in a cheap area and make a profit. It's just, it's back to that highest and best use. It's worth more as a house than as a development site in, in those cheap areas. And uh, you, get, you might scrape by on a land subdivision, but once you start building stuff like, you know, townhouses mm. or duplexes or anything, it gets too tough. Yeah. Okay, but what about how much money can you make from property development, episode 26? Wow. Well, there's money to be made, there's plenty, and if you don't know what you're doing, there's money to be lost. There's money to be made, there's money to be lost. in in, Well, in anything, really, you can lose money on property investments and renos. Yep. You you can probably do it better and lose money better and faster in property development if you don't do it right. Mm. Uh, Incentive is to do it right. So... What was that? How much money can you make out of property development? In a property development. Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty much proportional to the, the, type. So, the type of project, yeah. the size of the project and where it is. Mm, so, where it is, there you so go. So typically the smaller the project, the, the smaller the profit, but not necessarily. I mean, if you did, uh, if you did a duplex in, uh, I don't know, Potts Point or Neutral Bay or somewhere in Sydney, it, it, it would... It would be worth more than probably a ten pack of townhouses somebody somewhere else. So mm. location does have a bit to do with it, the size and the type of the project. So, look, it's hard to make less than a hundred thousand dollars out of anything. I mean, even if you do a little splitter or two lot subdivision, it's more than a hundred thousand dollars profit. Otherwise, it's not worth doing anyway. But so I guess you could say hundred thousand upwards. Yeah. 
Perfect. What about episode 35, how do I find investors for my development? I do this a lot with with our mentoring students. It's one of those things that uh, there is definitely a technique to finding investors and there is a strategy that you need to use. It's not Not just finding them, but getting them on board board, into one of your projects. Yeah, there's a bit more to that, but that that was a good episode. Um, What number episode was that? I think a lot of people want to watch that. uh, how do I find it? was 35. Episode 35. Uh, then I've jumped down to number 47. How do I start property developing? Well, how do you start? Don't jump in and swim fast. <laughs> no. Good point. Get, get some education first. Of course we're going to say that because, you know, we have an education business, but it's As true. a principle, yeah, yeah. even yes. forgetting about the fact that we do it, Get yourself educated. Yeah. Don't just jump in. Don't think you can learn it all off the internet. Don't think you can just watch other people and try and reverse engineer it for free. The bit you'll spend on education will pay for itself a hundred times over. There you go. And not making mistakes and losing money. Great tip. And that's the same in lots of stuff, not just property development. Yeah. Just jumping into things. You know, it could be shares, could be anything. Just don't jump in foolishly. Well, well even the launch of my book, you know, mm. I just took oh, that's four pretty, and a half. Oh, that's pretty close. You know, it is. I've given myself a wee plug. Well, I wasn't really, but I will now. But it took four and a half years to write, and it wasn't until I signed up with uh, the publishing company and really they just pushed me to get they it done did. They, it wouldn't they have... whipped you oh gosh yes <laughs> I, I did for weekends sometimes we need a good whipping and but it was already it was already complete it's just i had to go yeah. back after editing and fix stuff and it oh there's so and much had I not post been pushed, writing stuff i never realized it yeah. yeah had i not been pushed it wouldn't have happened mm. yeah so i definitely agree but i'm always a bit of a i'm always a um no, I invest in myself all the time. Hmm. You know, if oh, I want I to learn that. something, I just go and invest in myself. And hmm. I think the proof's in the pudding. Sure you, is. The more that you learn professionally, the better you get at doing what you do. Hmm. I think hmm. most people know I used to be a hundred kilo single mum on a benefit. You know, that's hmm. that's from there moving forward is really just by learning what I needed to know. By I just yeah paying for it. Yeah, and then and then putting it into action. Oh, for sure. Yeah, tenacity's got a bit to do with. Oh, grit, determination, tenacity. I love those words. Yeah, you, you need it. Uh, what about number forty-eight? How to build a property development business through good relationships? And I think here mm. we'll be talking about our friend Connie, ah. which I still keep saying every time I have this podcast, mm. we have to get you on. But she's one of the masters. I see at relationships. She's really yeah. good at building. Relationships. Yeah, because she's very straight up front, honest, but decisive, knows what she wants and does it. Yeah, just natural relationship builder. But forming good relationships with people, you know, agents and builders and, uh, you know, Mm. consultants and that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Jeremy does the same book. Jeremy's got a whole – he's put a whole crack team together for what he does. And, look, some of my relationships go back 40 years yeah, uh, and those yeah. people that you've had those relationships for a long time, they will jump in and help out when something's needed. I know we've mm. had cases where we need lawyers to sign things, and they will just they bend over backwards, don't they? Yeah, 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 and that's the benefit of favour when you have good relationships. Yeah. Alrighty, next. Uh, where where am I up to? I'm looking through my list. 
Just how gra- can, grabbing the odd selection. Number 51, how can I be ready for the unplanned things in property development? Mm. Well, yeah, just looking back on that, well, planning is important. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about unplanned, but, but having a really good strong plan is important as well. A really good business plan. Knowing, knowing what you have to do every step of the way, choosing the right team. I mean, I, I'm still probably talking about mi- minimising problems here, but... When a, whenever a problem arises in property development, there's nearly always an expert that you can get help from. The idea is not, not to fall into those times, but sometimes they happen. Mm. You know, if, if it's a design thing, it could be the architect. If it's things around service and sewage and stormwater that can blow up, it's, it's a civil engineer. And I think when you're talking about, when we're talking about that, Bob, it's also knowing which things to eliminate before you before they become a problem as mm. well. So that's part of knowing what the process is, knowing what you need to do before you go too far and realise yeah. it becomes a, a major problem. Yeah, often when people get into trouble, it, it's not some incredible one in a million thing happened. It, it was there, but they didn't know what they didn't know. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's why... And that's why. Number 54, we did the interview with Anna Kate. That was, that was very popular. People love, love us talking to other developers, other people in and the business. And a woman with four yep. kids, four kids? Three no, kids? No. Two no, kids? Yeah, got a hand. Anyway, got a, few and, kids. And a husband, which is a husband's the equal of two children. Not, not just her husband. <laughs> All husbands are the equal of two children. Yes. Well, I've been told that. I don't know if it's true. But, yeah, she, she's a crack. She came through our mentoring program a few years ago and she's taken the cudgel within the family. She gets good support. We just talked about the importance of having support from your partner. So she gets excellent support from her partner, but she's at the coalface doing it. Yep. And uh, she's I wouldn't know what number of projects she's up to, but she just knuckles down and does it. And that's in a regional area, not in a big city. And loves it. Oh, yeah. Loves, loves property development. Mm. Yeah, very inspirational lady worth listening to. Yeah, everybody loved that podcast. So that's episode 54. What about episode 58, how to find property development sites that stack up? Really, that's learning how to do the numbers. Well, finding them, yeah, doing your day-day, doing the numbers as well. But, I mean, there's lots of ways of coming across sites. Mm. I mean, you at the workshop the other day, we went through a whole heap of developments that I've done over the years and where those sites popped up. Mm. Every one of them was from a different direction. Yeah, you yeah. know, not just the local real estate agent, but a whole range of avenues mm. that sites have popped in. So, yeah, it's not, it's not just the local real estate agent for sure. Episode 64, when can I leave my job and do property development full-time? We kind of covered this in that we earlier We did a little one. bit earlier, yeah. Was yeah, de- definitely... I. I mean, ideally, when you're ready to realise the profit out of a project, mm. you might be doing a, you know, a small project and you've got three hundred thousand profit coming. That's a good time because you can allocate a bit of that to carry you forward for twelve months in terms of your income. The rest of it you could, you know, plough back into a project. Mm. What about what to do when you when you buy a dud site because you haven't mm. probably done the right due diligence, didn't quite know what you're doing, and I think. Often the podcast stemmed from conversations I had, and I remember I'd spoken to a young guy, and he'd he'd bought a site. Yeah. He rang because uh, he was thinking about educating. Was it a good one? 
No, he'd already he'd done it a few years earlier and, oh, yeah. and it didn't stack up and he was kind of stuck with it. Mm. Then he rang me and he'd just done it all over again. What, bought another one? Yep. Before he got educated and mm. oh, it's like, oh no. So the, the it, price of education. Oh, to yeah. Two sites or lack of it, yeah. And it's hard to get ahead, you know, when yeah. you're a married young guy with a couple of yeah. small children yeah. and you and then you keep going on to the back foot. You, you know, so, at what point do you sell, hold? Yep, yep. And look, sometimes people just sit on it and wait for the market to eventually improve enough where they can do it. Some people just bite the bullet, even if they've got to lose a bit of money to go forward. Sometimes you've got to go, a little, well, it's not what you want to do, but, mm. you know, life can dish it up for whatever reason, that you might have to go a little bit backwards before you can go forwards? Because it's the cost of time and money. Mm. It's not just the cost of you waiting for the profit property mm. to go up, but what could your money be doing? Exactly, the opportunity cost. That's right. I, I hear mean, you talk to the kids about yeah. it. <laughs> Our kids, yeah. mine and his. Let's just, let's just say that you had to bite the bit of pill and lose $100,000 by getting out of something mm. or wait five years for the market to improve when you could then do it. That you could you could have done two or three projects in that five mm. years and, and made maybe a million dollars, but you had to go back a hundred thousand first. Mm. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's weighing it up. Sometimes you could look for an alternate use. It might not be the one that you thought. There might be another use that maybe could work, maybe not as well, but could work, and and still do that. Next one, uh, number eighty-two. Where is your mind set? That's where I talked about. Are you a thermostat or a thermometer? Are you oh, controlled yeah. by your environment, which flows on quite nicely from that uh-huh. one, or do you control your environment? You know, you're determining your future. You're taking mm. the actions, or are you reacting? Yeah. So that's another goodie. Then we yeah. went on to eighty-three. The interview with the Spurgans, another popular episode. People Always do like are. the interviews. Yeah, they we do. With probably should do some more. We should do some more. With, we su- will. We with will. successful students. We will do that. Yeah, yeah. So, John and Taz, that was that was a great one. And and look, what I liked about that interview, they're doing well, but they're very open and honest. Mm. You know, in terms of, you know, it's been a it's been a bit of a trip for them, and some and the sacrifices that they've made to themselves and their family to get to where they're in a lovely place at the moment. Mm. But it wasn't all wine and roses to get there. They they had to work hard and knuckle down and deal with issues and it probably and, took and them five sacrifices. years, didn't they? You know, but John yeah. left his job and then they built the property development business and they were in rented houses, but now it's all changed, you know. And, and, yeah, yeah. And now, they're both, you know, doing development for time. Yeah, they can live in live in the mansion and drive the car of their choice and they've got some great developments happening. They do. But it, it's it's people just being honest. Like mm. I say, property development. Yeah, look, you know, if it was a absolute cracker easy thing everybody could do everybody would do it mm. uh, but it's certainly worth doing jay mm. I, I mean I, i'm either an idiot or i'm onto a good thing because i've been doing it for 40 years <laughs> i think you're onto a good thing bob jamie and casey's interview that was episode 88 that's another cracker but these are more mm. mentoring students mm. who are just yeah that they're right on the tail of the spurgans really they those guys are doing really well but i mean they they had the issues during covid as well to deal with but coming out doing well they are multiple multiple projects and jamie's well both of them but but you know i talk more to jamie from time to time he he really looks ahead and he plans and he doesn't he he looks for potential problems ahead and solves them early that's one of the one of his traits as well he's got other good ones but that's what i like about him yeah, they were they were just a great couple to have in the mentoring program. It's always mm. cool when you have cool people to hang out with. Uh, but, but yeah, they do it. They are doing well. Mm. 
they're always out there looking for more. Keep an eye out for those guys. Mm. Soho? Soho. Zoho development? Oh, no, it's, no, it's not Soho. Sorry, no, it's... Well, it, it's, it's Alpha, Alpha Square. Alpha Square, Alpha, like a, to the power two. That's right, Alpha <laughs> Square. Um, what about 90 and 91? That one, 90 was an unbiased approach to choosing a property development course and 91 was an unbiased approach to choosing a property <laughs> development mentor. And I got an email from someone saying, I don't think that was unbiased. And I th- well, well, only, only from one person, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> and yeah, maybe people might have thought that. Well, it was... I try to be as unbiased as I can. How could you, how could you be like a hundred percent unbiased when you know what you know? Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> amount of problems that, or when people come to us after they've done what they've done and yeah, done courses, yeah, and then not, say they're not always the first. No, we're not always the first port of call, but we're always the last. Yeah, and so we just think, oh, maybe if people knew what they should ask, then they might um, have better outcomes. So that yeah. was. So maybe it was slightly swayed, we could say. but <laughs> Only in, in an effort to help people. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Oh, God, totally and absolutely. Two words we're not allowed to use. Okay, we're coming to the end. So we've got... Getting close uh, to 100. Where are we now? Where's, this doing? is 95 I'm talking about now. What you do when your builder goes bankrupt? Oh, that's never fun. No, you've had it happen three times. Twice. I've had it happen twice. Twice. You're putting the wood on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have had it, had it happen twice. Yep. It, it's never a joy. There's, you know, we went through all the things you have to do in terms of, uh, well, first of all, extracting yourself from that contract, yeah, and how to look for new builders, and uh, you know how to how to proceed and how to deal with the financing. We covered we covered those things. Not a pleasant thing to happen, but something you know you may have to deal with. I've only had it happen twice in you know near enough to forty years and one point three billion dollars worth of projects. That's probably pretty good. I was talking to somebody not long ago. They would they build a house, and they had three builders. No. Yeah, the third one finished it. Oh, First that would two have been exhausting. <laughs> Poor things. Yeah, that has to be a record, but yeah. And then we've got uh, leveraging your equity for property development. And, pre- and I mm. think for that one, that we really focused on hopefully letting people understand that equity, there is a difference between equity and usable equity, mm. and then that's also impacted by serviceability. So there's a bit yeah, more to that. Yeah, and what is equity and what is debt? Yeah. How, how, to get, how to make them work for you? Yeah. Uh, 98 was our, development, our property development site stacking up, and we put that one in there because I remember I'd had a phone call from somebody. Uh, oh, that's right. Someone else doing somebody else's mentoring program, and they rang me and said, <laughs> where are you guys finding sites? And then I was, I was like, well, then he said he was doing a mentoring program with someone else, and I thought, well, Go and ask him. Yeah. He said, I have. I was probably a bit rude and I felt really bad afterwards. I thought, oh, I shouldn't have. Oh, fair comment. I know. I know. They they weren't getting any help. (laughs) But then I haven't got episode 99 down here, which was last week's episode, which Mm. was on improving yourself by 1% every day. Oh, that's that incremental improvement. Yeah. Yeah. The the aggregation of marginal gains by... That's the one. ...by choosing to just make small improvements in every area of your life, or even if it's within property development, Mm. like just small things instead of seeing the big picture and making it difficult. That's gold. Look, if you're watching this podcast and you haven't seen that one, you have to see that one. Or if you listen on Apple or Spotify. Oh, listen, or listen or watch. Whatever, yeah. however. Yeah, jump in and have a listen to episode Cause, cause 99. Because that's been used at international and Olympic level, that principle. I got so many texts athletes. after it too. So yeah, many people did. text yeah. me, thumbs up, up, screenshots. It was awesome. <laughs> so, yes, well done. Um, well, well, Bob, that's it. That, that's oh, kind that of fun. the highlight. That, that, was, that was fun going back over those. You were sort of reflecting and... And it'll give the other property podcasters something to follow. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, I suppose you can print it out anyway. They could have a look. Yeah. 
But anyway, we have had fun up to episode 100, and this was the best of. Big summary of yeah. uh, what went on. The best of album. How many tracks are there there? You seen, I think you did about probably 20, 25 tracks on that album. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> Next week we'll be covering... Believe it or not, I've already decided the topic. Oh, tell me. Yes, we are going That's to be talking, talking about developing out of state, the pros and cons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when you develop not in the state you live in or mm. nearby, the, the good and the bad that comes with that. But anyway, we fun. thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks to mm. thanks for everyone for yeah. joining us for our 100 podcasts. Well, that, podcasts. you know, it would, if not for our viewers and our listeners, we, we wouldn't have done 100. Yes, and, and you know what? If you listen to us and you would like to share our podcast, we would really appreciate that. If you've got friends that you think might enjoy, mm. just share it. Let Getting them know. Value, share it. Yeah. And hi to the people that listen to us when, when they're traveling, going to. I know Alyssa, uh, uh, she listens as she's dropping the kids to school. <laughs> um, who else? Nicole listens. So, like, so many women let me know, which is awesome. And I'm sure there's heaps of males as well. And yeah, actually. Uh, who somebody I spoke to last week, but a lot of people. So just thank you so much for supporting us. And uh, yeah, we'd love for you to share it. That's it. Episode 100. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.